This team is an absolute disgrace. Everybody. Welcome to Philly Sat Stove Media and Terry Cappen. This afternoon's disgraceful performance between the Philly Phillies and the Atlanta Braves as the Phillies lose, find it to the Braves as they get swept out of this three-game series out of Truist Park. I mean, what a just absolutely abysmal display of Phillies baseball. And right, guys, before we get into this video, please subscribe if you have not yet. Please join Gage Bell. Please like this video, comment on this video, share this video, and let's get into this. So this Phillies team can beat, uh, you know, lousy teams like the Nationals, the Marlins, but they have not been able to prove that they can beat uh, the elite teams like the Mets, like the Braves. I mean, this is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I mean, this offense is just looking like a zombie. Only four hits today, two runs. Uh, we only scored seven runs in this three-game series. Uh, so we just were totally outmatched. I think we all knew it was going to be a challenging series going in. I don't think any of us denied that. I certainly didn't. Uh, but uh, we get swept like this. I mean, I was just hoping to just win one game. Uh, and I guess I understand that this is the defending World Series champions uh, in the Atlanta Braves, but I mean, you, you still can muster just one win against these guys. One? One? First of all, you should have won the first game of the series on Friday night, and you didn't. Uh, it's because Serenity Dominguez was just an absolute choke artist in that one uh, in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning and absolutely blew it for us. Now, granted, we didn't have a huge lead, and of course, it was only a 2-1 lead at that point, uh, but you did not get the job done, and we easily could have won 2 out of 3 here if you just would have done a good job with situational hitting. What is it? Situational hitting. Something that this team is incapable of doing. Time after time after time, and you see what the position we are in right now, in a very, very tough position uh, with the, the San Diego Padres uh, right up on us. Uh, you know, playing the uh, lousy Arizona Diamondbacks, which is uh, very, very unfortunate. Uh, of course, uh, the Brewers and Padres do have some tough schedules coming up as well. The Phillies are not alone in that, uh, so that is a very good sign. Hopefully, the Brewers and Padres lose every single game, which I'm rooting for them to do. As we get the scoring summary here in the bottom of the third inning, Robbie Grossman doubles on a line drive to left field. Michael Harris, the second, crosses the plane, and it's now one nothing Atlanta. So Bailey Falter uh, allows the only run of his start this afternoon. Uh, so uh, Grossman's 17th double of the season. Hey, he did his job. I understand he wasn't able to go to full five innings. He went four and two-thirds, uh, but he, he got absolutely no run support. Of course, he wouldn't have been in line for the win anyway. Of course, of course, he didn't go five innings, uh, but uh, still, I mean, he was, you know, he was fine. He, he did a Bailey Falter type thing, right? I mean, five or six innings or so right around there. Of course, he was just one out shy of five innings. Uh, unfortunately, he was not able to uh, get there. Then we pick it up here in the top of the sixth inning. Alec Bohm homers on a fly ball to center field. Wow, he actually hit the ball over the wall. He's actually slugging a little bit. Uh, his 12th home run of the season. Of course, it was a solo shot. I mean, the team of solo home runs. This is all this Phillies team does. Whole solo home runs. Solo home runs. I, I think we probably lead the league in solo home runs. Uh, I've never seen a team being capable of hitting a home run with a guy on base. Uh, so a boom, uh, 12 homers on the season off of Spencer Strider and the Phillies tied at one. So I'm thinking like, all right, let's go. Uh, hopefully this can fire some guys up and hopefully Bryce can pull himself out of this rut he's been in. Uh, so I was, I was feeling pretty hopeful at this point of the ball game. Then we pick it up here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Of course, the Braves have to come right back and retake the lead as William Contreras homers on a fly ball to left field. It's 19th of the season and it's now two to one Braves. Uh, so they now retake the lead. Uh, oh my goodness gracious. I mean, this was one of those days where, you know, you'd score and the opponent would come back right in the next half inning uh, and at least get the run right back. This was just so frustrating to watch. I eventually had to turn it off because I just got so frustrated. I'm so tired of losing to this Braves team like this, especially at Truist Park, especially. 
As I discussed uh, earlier this afternoon, I'm especially tired of losing to them at Truist Park. Uh, so that was off of Connor Brogdon. I mean, it's just like the velo is just like way down, way down. Uh, then we pick it up here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Robbie Grossman does it again. Of course, he hit the RBI double in the bottom of the third, and uh, he gets a hold of one as he homers on the fly ball to right field, his seventh of the season, off of Sam Coonrad. And it's now 3-1 to one Braves. Uh, so they will have a nice two-run lead. Honest with you, I thought we lost after William Contreras. I, mean, I just got the vibes in the air. I thought we had at least had a chance after the Alcmoho run, but I just, even though it was just a one-run game after the Contreras solo shot, I, I still thought we lost, and uh, just just helped uh, you know prove my point after the Grossman home run. Uh, then we pick it up here in the same inning. Austin Rowley, he really didn't do anything in this series other than this. Uh, you know, uh, he was pretty quiet as he singles on the line drive to center field. Ronald Acuna Jr. comes around and scores. And of course, we've heard that name quite a bit in this uh, three-game series. Uh, and it's now 4-1 to Atlanta. Uh, so they now attack on another one. This is just uh, painful to watch. This is just uh, unacceptable. Uh, then we pick it up here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Marcelo Zuna doubles on a sharp line drive to left field. Michael Harris, the second, crosses the plate, and it's now 5-1 to one Braves. Uh, of course, that was off of Dave Robertson. I mean, this bullpen wasn't good today. I mean, the pitching staff in general, for the exception of Bailey Falter, going four and two-thirds, pretty solid, right? Only allowing one run. This bullpen wasn't anything to write home about. I, I can tell you that. I mean, the offense certainly is the biggest problem right now, but this pitching staff, has been it was not good in this series. It just wasn't. I mean, Aaron Nola had a pretty solid start last night, going seven innings, allowing four earned. Uh, but, uh, I mean, honestly, it, it's been pretty disappointing, if you want my opinion. That was as soon as 16th double of the season. We pick it up here in the top of the ninth inning, when it really didn't even mean anything, but, you know, at least he did it. Uh, JT, real Muto, homers on a fly ball, true right field the other way, his 19th home run of the season, uh, so the BCIB uh, goes the other way, uh, so he needed that one. Hopefully, he can get going in the Blue Jays series. He's going to be going back home for the final home stand of the season, so hopefully he can uh, wake up. I mean, he especially play, does play very well at Citizens Bank Park, uh, and it's now he finds a two-ball game. The Phils get a little bit closer, but unfortunately not close enough. Uh, as that would be your final five to two Braves, they sweep out uh, the Phils. Kyle Shorebrett out of the leadoff spot. He was the point he was able to draw two walks. So uh, he had, he did a leadoff s type of game today, right? You know what I'm saying? He was you know he did go hit was still able to get on base twice. That's all I care about. I don't care how you get on base. I just care that you get on base. Uh, I don't care how you do it. A 794 OPS now for Schwarber. Uh, and uh, Reese Hoskins back in the lineup. Of course, he didn't really do anything. Of course, going 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. A uh, 248 average now for Reese. Uh, to go along with the 803 OPS, 28 home runs, 71 RBI, and Bryce Harper. What is going on with this guy? Uh, the reigning NLP MVP has just been absolutely silent. We've really needed him. We've really needed him in this series, and he just wasn't there. And I hate to really beat up on this guy because, I mean, as I said, I mean, he won the MVP last year. He's an absolute legend. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, he's had a tough go of it, right? I mean, uh, you know, putting up MVP numbers in the beginning of the season, then breaking his thumb uh, by getting hit by the wonderful. Blake Snell, of course, I'm not even going to get into that. That's a whole other story for a whole other day. And then he comes back. It's been a tough adjustment, even for a guy like him, as I mentioned uh, this morning. Uh, and uh, he's just really, really struggling. I know that he's mad at himself. I mean, of course, he went 0 for 11 last year in Atlanta in that really crucial series where he got swept uh, the end of our season. I hate to bring that up. Uh, because I don't want to seem like I'm a Bryce hater. I mean, I'm no way a Bryce hater. Of course, I run Harvard Fanatics on Instagram. Uh, how can I be a Bryce hater? But, I mean, I, I just got to speak the truth. We really needed him this series, and he wasn't there. Uh, there's no other way to say it other than just hitting a rope double. Uh, I mean, that's it. Uh, that's all he did. Uh, you know what I mean? He only scored one run. I guess it's better than the 0 for 11. I mean, he had last year, but still, not impressive. 
Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, with, uh, Hoskins having health problems, you know, with Castellanos being out now for, seems like an eternity now, he seems like he's been out for a while, uh, you know, we really need a guy to step up. Harp wasn't there, and it's very unfortunate as he goes down, strikes uh, twice this afternoon, and of course goes hitless, a 296 average, as I said, and this was dropping. It was at 320, 315, 310, 305, 300, now it's 296, so where's it, where's, where's the, where's it gonna go next? Uh, you know what I mean? It's going down and down and down. It's like the red arrow. Down. Uh, every single day. Uh, you know what I mean? There's nothing changing. You know, 923 OPS, uh, which is still very good, but I mean, he's just really been struggling. Over his last seven games, 154, 267 OBP, a 346 slugging. Over his last 30 games, 255, 382 with a 382 slugging. That's an OPS uh, just right below 800. Uh, so that's like, he's giving you like 2019 numbers the last 30 games. It's yeah, you know, good but not great. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, he he had a he had a good year in 2019. But it wasn't it wasn't great. Uh, I think everybody knows that. I mean, he still had a you know really good year compared to of course the league average. Uh, but I'm not going to get into that any further. Alec Bohm, uh, two knocks this afternoon. Uh, smokes home run to center, number 12 on the year. Uh, he also collects a single as well. A very good afternoon for Alec Bohm. Uh, and uh, it's a shame. He seemed like he was one of the only guys that actually wanted to show up today and hit. Brandon Marsh uh, goes hitless out in center. Was able to draw a walk. He also went down strikes once as well. And Gene Segura collects a single. Also goes down strikes twice as well. And Bryson Stott, yeah, very good night last night, but uh, not really his uh, afternoon as he goes 0 for 4. And uh, Nick Maton gets to start out and right and goes hitless. JT Mito coming out the bench to pinch hit. Smokes a home run out to right field. So you love to see that. You know, it didn't mean anything. Uh, now JT has uh, 78 RBIs. It's said 19 home runs and 812 OPS at 269 average. Uh, I don't really care too much about the average, but hopefully he can finish this season uh, with an average above 270. Think about that. I mean, and OPS, I mean, you know, sitting you know, well above 800. Uh, you know, with the 270 plus average, he's going to have over 20 home runs, hopefully. And, you know, 80 plus RBIs for a catcher. Uh, also providing, you know, fairly elite defense uh, to go alongside it. I'd say that that's a pretty good player. Uh, you know, I think that's going to be a good asset for a team. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, and uh, Garrett Stubbs gets to start on play today and goes hitless. Uh, also going down strikes twice as well. Matt Veeling, who did not start this game, came in to pinch it. Uh, and, of course, he had two plate appearances and struck out. And both of those plate appearances, as we struck out 14 times today, I believe it. I mean, not only is this team just not hitting, we're just striking out like crazy. I mean, strikeout, strikeout. It's just we have so many strikeout guys on this team. Uh, you know, of course, uh, we're a power-hitting team, and, of course, that's, that's, uh, that's going to happen. Uh, but it's just brutal to watch, man. I mean, it's just, it's just unwatchable. This Phillies team has just been unwatchable, I mean, the past four days. So we're on a four-game losing streak, uh, and I'm really, really upset that the Padres are up on us again. You know what I mean? Uh, because, honestly, uh, I think we're pretty much on equal playing field. There are ebbs and flows, of course, until the game clock says game 162, there's always going to be ups and downs. I always have to remember that, but, I mean, this is just pretty bad. I mean, the Phillies have yet to prove that they could really beat the legit teams. Of course, they did take three out of four from the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium way back in May. Uh, and, of course, the Dodgers came to CBP. Then the very next weekend, we lose two out of three. Uh, so, Bailey Falcher, four and two-thirds, four hits, one run, a run was earned, two walks, and three strikeouts, a 3-6-80 array for Falter. He kept this in the ballgame, and uh, he did what he was supposed to do. you got to remember, this guy is primarily a middle reliever. He's not a starter. And you heard in the news today that Noah Syndergaard's going to be in the bullpen. I mean, now, granted, I've been very disappointed with Noah Syndergaard. I've been on record saying it. Uh, you know, and there's no secret that he's a much different pitcher than he used to be. Uh, but in the bullpen, I mean, come on. Noah Zunegaard's the kind of guy that the first, you know, inning or so, he, he really struggles, then he settles in. So is the bullpen really a good spot for him? 
Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, and I just really wish he still had the electric stuff he had with the Mets. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, oh, man. I mean, just that hype. I mean, every single time you, you think of Noah Syndergaard, you get really excited because of all the hype that he's had around him his whole career. But then you just you, you have that thought in your back of your mind, hey, he's not the same pitcher he once was. And it just is, uh, it just hurts to think about it, You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't really like him in the bullpen. You know what I mean? I, I just I just don't. Andrew Bellotti coming in there in that uh, bottom of the fifth inning, collecting the final out and a strikeout, a 3-3-1 ERA. Uh, for Bilotti and Connor Brogdon, an inning one hit, one run, run reserved, two strikeouts, and allows the uh, go-ahead home run to William Contreras. As uh, Brogdon got smacked with a loss, now two and one on the air. And Sam Coonrad continues to be very disappointing. One inning, three hits, two runs, all two were earned. Didn't walk anybody, struck out two. Uh, so, uh, you know, he, he wasn't very good this afternoon and David Robertson. I mean, we haven't seen him in a little while. Of course, uh, we haven't had to because of all these, uh, <laughs> all these losses, right? Four in a row. Uh, an inning, two hits, one run. The run was earned. He also collects a strikeout. A two-four-five ERA for Robertson. He's definitely been jumping up quite a bit uh, over the last few weeks, right? I mean, I believe he has been overworked, but still, I mean, he hasn't been wonderful since joining the Phillies. Over his last seven appearances, a four-seven O ERA. It just seems like any reliever this Phillies team gets is horrible once they arrive to the Phillies. I wouldn't say David Robertson's been horrible, uh, but uh, he, he hasn't been great. Uh, you know what I mean? It just they always regress. I think regress is the better word. They always regress when they come to Philadelphia. It's a trend. It's an absolute trend. You saw it in 2020. Brandon Workman, Heath Embry, David Phelps. Uh, it's just it's just a mess. You know, last year Ian Kennedy. Uh, it's just it's so annoying. Uh, you know, every single you know, reliever we get just regresses. Uh, tremendously when they arrive in Philadelphia. And I don't think it's a coincidence because it's just happened so much. 6.45 the first pitch, Tuesday night at CBP, the final homestand of the regular season. Uh, Ross Stripling, 8-4 with a 2-9-4 ERA, going against Kyle Gibson, 10-6 with a 4-4-5 ERA. Second game, Wednesday, 6-45. Gosman on the mound for Toronto, 12-10 with a 3-4-5 ERA, going against Zach Weaver, 11-7 with a 3-7 ERA. Let's not forget the Toronto Blue Jays, 83-64 record, uh, which is obviously better than us. Uh, and also, they dominate every single time. I would love to just kick their butts uh, and sweep them out, but that's not going to happen. Uh, of course, Zach Lear uh, finally returning, which is just great news. If you want to watch this video, please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please turn on that notification bell. Please like this video, comment on this video, share this video. Check out the social media, link in the description section, at Phillies Hatsu Media, Instagram, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, at Piazza Media, call or text 267-225-3292. Email me, PhilliesHatsuMedia at gmail.com. So, guys, thanks so much for watching. I am Luke, and I'll talk to you later. Let's go, Phillies.